Love Unlimited is a weekly relationships podcast that focuses on how to develop, improve, and sustain thriving marriages. Our goal is to help you establish strong relationships with yourself and with those around you. I invite you today to adventure on the beauty of relationships, the joy of discovering your potentials, as well as those of your spouse. Hi, I'm Helen, Certified Master Life Coach and Certified Relationships Coach, and I'm all about relationships. Welcome to Love Unlimited. Hello everyone and Happy New Year. Happy 2021. I welcome you to the new year, albeit a little bit late, but it is better late than than never. Today, we are going to look at something people do every new year, and especially couples. They sit down, they plan the budget, they plan their lives, they plan their resolutions, and they also plan what they would like to do within the next 12 months. However, there's one thing that I have noticed predominantly misses on the table of planning. Couples seldom plan for themselves. They never plan for each other. They never budget for each other. They plan for the car. They plan for the budget, uh, for the house expenditure. They plan for the dinner. They plan for children, for mortgage, everything. They even plan for their in-laws and blah, blah, blah. Stories go on. But they don't plan anything else outside of the money-flowing activities. They don't plan their dates. They don't plan their outings. They don't plan their night outs. They don't plan how to treat each other or what to do to improve on their relationship in the new year. It has really gone to the backside of budgeting and planning and resolutions. Do I blame it or do I think it's something that should not be happening? I feel it should be happening more if we are looking to make our relationships work. It should happen more regularly if possible. And if anything, it should happen every month. As you budget for your monthly budget food and all that, you should also budget for your relationship. Why? Because without the relationship, nothing else would be done by the couple together. So you, as you invest on other things, it's important to also invest on the one partner who makes it worthwhile. I have two children. My husband and I always plan for our children. We plan for things that we'd like to do with them. We plan for activities. We plan for the academics. We plan for the insurance and all that. We plan for their savings. Guess what? We seldom plan for ourselves. I don't sit down and plan what to do to my husband or for my husband on his birthday, on Valentine or end month. We don't. Why? Because like everybody else, we have gotten to the point of taking each other for granted, which is everyone's weakness nowadays. Work, children, family, businesses have taken the center part of our lives such that the person who helps us make it work is always outside the circle. We don't focus on each other. Now, 2021 being here and assuming that you are blessed enough and lucky enough to be with your spouse in 2021, then why not invest on your spouse's 
management on your spouse's life, on your spouse's relationship. Let's look at how we can do that. I'm sure people are like, ah, Helen, you must be out of your mind. Well, I'm not. Because I'm talking from the depth of my heart as a wife, what I would like to see being done more. And I'm also speaking from my head as a relationships coach on how to improve your relationship. So let's look at it. More objectively, Helen aside, let's put the coach on the table. How can I invest on my relationship with my spouse and make it better this year, 2021? And I'm not saying you do just 2021. Make it last longer. Your investments are for five years. Your investments are for 20 years. What about your spouse? It's a lifelong, she, he or she is a lifelong uh, investment. So let's look at it. Number one. And it's nothing to do with money. So relax. It's not about the money. So let's talk about relationships in in the real in-depth way. Number one, what should you do to invest in your relationship? What have you been doing that makes your spouse happy? Do more of that. Does your spouse like you spending time with him or her in the evening, just watching TV together? Do you like doing movie nights together? Do you like making popcorn and just sitting down and chatting together? Do you like playing chess or Scrabble or whatever game together? Are you a competitive couple that likes to go out and do more adrenaline-charged sports together? Are you the kind that intellectually uh, very passionate about reading books. Do you want to read books together? Have you been doing that together? You don't have to read a book to each other, but you can sit down and have a reading time together. Are you the Christian type that likes to pray together? And I remember this quote we have in my house here. A family that prays together stays together. I will tweak that a bit and say a couple that prays together, stays together. Now, you know that. Let's go on. Let's look at it this way. Number one, if you you know what your spouse likes more of, add more of that in this new year. If your spouse likes to have candlelight dinner and the restaurants are not letting people in as in Canada this time, why don't you have your dinner together at night? Take your kids for a day for a care, maybe at the grannies, or even just let them sleep in early and you can have your dinner together late at night. Why not? On a Friday night, it would work. If your spouse likes massage, why don't you spend some time on each other's bodies and massaging. Use essential oils. They're easy to purchase. They're cheap. Get some warmth in the room. Have a massage table or a good place where you can do it. Massage each other. Why not? Do you guys like to go for a walk in the cold or outside in the dark? Go ahead. Do it. The list is endless. What I'm trying to say here is you don't have to invest some money to make your spouse feel appreciated, feel loved, feel acknowledged, spend time with your spouse. That's the only investment required at this level. Number two, how do you make a good investment in your relationship? I will go back to the 80s and the 70s and maybe part of the 90s before computers and all these shortcuts came. 
When was the last time you wrote a letter to your spouse telling them all you love about them, all you like, all you like about them? When was the last time? I'm not talking about sexting, those small two-word things. Sit down, think about your spouse, and write really a meaningful letter to your spouse. I will promise you that letter will be kept forever. Why? Because it is now a very, very rare gift if it comes their way. It is important. And to make it even fancier, you can even write a letter, post it, and let your spouse receive it and read it. Don't type it, please. That's so anonymous. There's no passion in that. Write down with your handwriting. Take the time. Invest that ink and paper. If you want to go further, invest in an, a stamp and let your spouse get the good, pleasant surprise of someone acknowledging it and going out of their way to make their spouse feel, well, my spouse is romantic and he cares and he went ahead and did da 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 da, da. And I, I'm sure you'll never hear the end of that praise because it costs very little, but it lasts forever. Write a letter to your spouse. Is it a cake? Absolutely. Does it sound romantic? Heck yeah. And is it appreciating and is it valuable? Absolutely. Just like when you read a good romantic book or a poem, it matters. And if you're the type that knows how to write or you're gifted with poems, why don't you compose one for your spouse? Write it down, send it to him or her, and let's see how that will work as an investment. That's a lifelong investment. Number three, you need to spend more time appreciating each other verbally. Thank you. I love you. I care about you. What's on your mind today? A penny for your thoughts? You looked low today. What could be the event that made you go low today? What happened today? How was your day? Good morning, sunshine. Goodbye, honey. Those small, small mundane words, they matter. There is even an advert about a lady who the kids don't say a word, the, the husband just walks away, they don't say thank you, they just leave and leave the house. And the lady says, nobody says hello, nobody says goodbye, everybody just is on their way. But behind, I think, the fridge or some notepad or a wall somewhere, there's a stick note saying thank you. And that changes her whole day's trajectory. Words are powerful. Invest good words in your spouse. Anytime you say a good word, consider that as a golden coin that you just slipped through her life or his life. And it will matter because in the end, they add up and you also get it back. I'll give you a very good example. Growing up, the word I love you or just the phrase I love you was not very common in my family. We didn't grow up saying that as often. But when I got to meet my spouse, then he was my date. He said it every time. He said it wantonly. And I was like, this is weird. Why would a guy who barely just got to know me a few months start saying that he loves me? I found that bizarre. It took me a long, long time before I realized the power of words. And as I got to fall in love with him, get to be very, very attracted to him, I just discovered myself, I'm seeing it also. And guess what? 
How many years down the line? 24, not 24. What is 18 plus? 26 years down the line. Every day. Every single day. Even when we are mad at each other and we don't feel like talking, those three words will always come out of our mouths. I love you. I love you. How so beautiful is it? Even when I'm mad, I know, well, I'm mad, but I still love you. That's wonderful. That's beautiful. The last one, how to invest in your relationship this year. Convert your relationship from being a responsibility-focused relationship to a friendship-focused relationship. Look at your spouse more as a friend than just a partner in whom you have locked yourself into a venture and that he or she should do his part or her part and you do yours. And when nothing is done, you guys get into loggerheads and you disagree and you fight over issues and it it always spirals into something unpleasant. Why don't you see uh, or change the look at your spouse from being just a partner or a business partner, blah, 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 business, into a friendship and treat your partner as a friend. I am lucky and I'm blessed to say that my husband is my best friend. I'm good with that. I disagree sometimes with him. Sometimes we really get so far apart emotionally. But at the end of the day, he is the friend who has been with me through thick and thin. And therefore, irrespective of my emotional upheavals and changes and the waves that come and go, he will always be my best friend. Is your spouse your best friend? If you don't know how we do it, in the previous podcast, I talked about how we talk as friends between my spouse and myself. And I believe this one is just a follow-up. I would like you to invest in your relationship in 2021. And if this podcast is helping you grow yourself and your relationship, kindly don't hesitate to drop me a note on fellow at guruhelen.com or you can visit my website, guruhelen.com, write me a note and I will definitely get back to you. This podcast is sponsored by Text to Tango, How to Enjoy Lifelong Marriage. It's a book on relationships and it tells you the nitty gritties of how to navigate marriage as a couple. Get yourself a copy on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca or on my website www.guruhelen.com. And until next week, this is Helen signing out. Peace and love to y'all.